0: Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We are once again live down here in the Bear Cave Studios for another episode of the Sports Frenzy Podcast. So down. With me, your host, Freddie Loso, with my co-host, the Devil's Advocate, Robert O'Fayne.
1: Happy birthday, Chad Gable, born 1986.
0: With our other co-host, the weapon himself, Jason Todd.
2: I've got a good bit of history for you guys today. Um, This week, uh, in 1967, Giant Baba and the WWF World Heavyweight Champion. Bruno San Martino fought each other in a two out of three falls match. Of course, it ended in a draw after an hour, with each of them having scored one final apiece. But not only that, um, back in... 1996, it was Mick Foley's last appearance in ECW when he beat Mikey Whipwreck, and just after that, he would make his debut in the WWF as Mankind. But not only that, three years ago, WWE ran Elimination Chamber, and that was the last uh, pay-per-view they had that had fans in attendance, because... As we all know, the world sort of stopped for a minute, and not only that, but one year ago this week, I had the pleasure of joining the show and being on with you guys. So, uh, happy mm-hmm. sort of anniversary. And <coughs> hey, we've
1: been trying to get you off the show ever since. Yeah, I know.
2: You've <laughs> I, 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 I made no secret that it's a decision, you've regretted we changed the phone number, before. we I sent know. different links, somehow you find it. <laughs> I got people. I got people in the congregation. You know?
3: I, I regretted it more
0: inviting Rob to the show. And with, <laughs> and last but not least, Blackbeard himself, the encyclopedia.
3: That's right, one of the originals here. And gentlemen, I guess the WWE is not living in the now? Mm-hmm.
0: All right, I guess that's where we're starting tonight.
3: Yeah, there's, a, there's
1: your original for you. <laughs> yeah. All right. So where do you want to start, Freddie? Lead us off.
0: I mean, Encyclopedia throws right into it. The Now. They are they have sent a cease and desist to WWE in regards to the The Now trademark. Quote a quote. Austin Theory has been using it, and they have been referencing him as the now, right? If I'm not mistaken, that's, yeah. that's the big issue. And the, uh, the logo that he used on a wristband, um, yeah. here in the Hudson Valley, it's been blowing up like crazy. They've been all over all the newspapers. Uh, internet communities, Instagram, all social media, throwing it out there. What's your guys' take on it? Um, I, I know they have legal standing here to stand on, but where where do you guys where do you guys stand? What do you what do you think? Do you think it's it's justified? It's not justified. I know they're they're a wrestling entity, so they they have it. But where do you guys stand?
2: I mean, I'm kind of surprised to be honest, because the company is usually really meticulous when it comes to you know filing their trademarks and and names and nicknames, logos, and all of that stuff. So I'm kind of surprised that this would have slipped past anyone. But um, I mean, it's a legitimate gripe, isn't it? I'm, I'm also surprised that this wasn't something handled with a direct call of some sort. But that the fact that it went to court kind of makes me think there was an attempt at a direct call. And maybe it just didn't work out. Yeah, I'm just really surprised by that. I, I did notice they did not say that on Monday. There was no reference to the now, so cease and desist will get do it every time.
0: Encyclopedia.
3: Well, we've had both guys on the show actually in the past, um, I'm, So I'm gonna try to be uh, as biased as, or I'm gonna try to be you know, PC on this. I think they have a right, if they have the trademark, to send the cease and desist. It hasn't gone to court yet. That's the next action if it, if WWE doesn't take the cease and desist seriously. Um, according to the wrestler known as Vic Delicious, WWE did acknowledge receipt of this first cease and desist. So um, I think in some respects this is WWE getting their just desserts in some respects uh, because... How many times did they go after other companies for copyright infringement? Specifically, the characters of Scott Hall and Kevin Nash resemble too much their old WWF characters when they started in WCW upon their return.
0: Right.
3: Which, in retrospect, I think is a lot lighter and less obvious than this. You know? So, I don't have a problem with them sending the season and desist. I think the lawsuit's going to be a tough sell for them to win, though. That's, you know, it's hard to it's spend that kind of money versus... and pull that off, you know what I mean? Do they have that kind of money to put up that fight? I don't know. But who knows? So, you know, back in the day in Vince's Twisted World, he might have brought him in for an angle. <laughs>
0: I don't think... Right, we'd... that's what I was going to say.
3: Yeah. yeah. I don't think that's what we're going to see here, but... Uh, you never know. Um, you know, again, have we've had Vic Delicious and Hale Collins on the show at random times? They've always been good to my family when they've gone to the shows. Um, so I hope it works out for them either way. Um, I know they've had a rough go at it at random times in their career. I know TNA booked them for a one on one match when they were feuding with each other, and they actually did a short dark match screw job, and it was basically to just get people into the Mid and Civic Center back in the day. So there was that. Um, if for the NWO fans, you might have seen them wrestling on the tag team scene there over the last couple of years. So they, they, they've made their marks here and there, um, in the in some of the territory. I guess what we would say the equivalent territory systems now in some of the indies. Uh, never really got that true shot at the main roster, but I'll tell you this: they're probably getting more attention now than they ever did.
0: Yeah. Rob.
1: I don't know. Maybe they're hoping for a quick payday. Maybe they're hoping WWE will throw some money their way to to take that off their hands. So, I don't know. It wasn't much of a story for me. I don't think they can, like Anthony said, I don't think they can fight. If WWE decides to go to court, I don't know if they can actually come up with the money to fight against a corporate entity like that. So, I mean, like you said, they stopped using it this week. So maybe they're respecting the cease and desist, mm-hmm. or maybe they're just gearing up to start using it again, or maybe like I said, maybe they're going to buy it, I don't know
3: Alright, possible Alright, uh, well, so uh, j- just before you move on or give your opinion um, Vic Delicious was accused by somebody on social media of trying to get a quick payday, and he flat out denies that, that that's not what their interest is, their interest is that this is their created property, and for someone else to just take it, that's what that's what they're fighting. So, I'm just telling you what he said. We don't know what his mindset really is. We just got to go by what's being shared on social media. So,
0: right. I mean, if it's something you worked hard to develop, which they have, and poured their blood, sweat, and tears into it, they fight for it. Uh, but, AW Revolution. Jason went 8 0 no in the picks. Hold on. Before this we piece. sing
3: his praises, before we sing his praises, Freddy, did you trademark the Sports Frenzy podcast?
0: No, I did not trademark the Sports Frenzy ah, podcast. Shit.
2: They, they don't have any of our addresses to send a cease and desist, do they?
0: <laughs> no, they don't.
2: Okay. If I walk out of this building and get served, it's real <laughs> man.
0: we we will go off the grid. Uh, Jason who rev what but um Jeez. Jason went to eight now Encyclopedia was six and two Rob and myself were seven and one what did you guys think in the pay-per-view from top to bottom was it good did it suck what were your guys' thoughts um Rob we'll start with you
1: um I have to say, I think, from a matches and from an angle standpoint, this is probably the best AEW pay-per-view they've ever put out. Um, If you look at the matches, with the exception of the trios, and I only have a small exception to the trios. Because I think they could have held out maybe and and had the House of Black win a little later down the line. But I had no problem with the winning. All the veterans lost to all the rookies. All the not the rookies, all the younger guys. If you notice that, um, Ricky Starks won, Jungle Boy won, right? They all, all the, all the older guys did the job for the younger guys, put them over, right? Danielson, all of them. So I mean, that's what we've always been saying, right? These older guys need to be starting to put these younger guys over and push them to the forefront, and it looks like they're doing it. Um. I could do. I could have done it without some of the blood. I think they overdid it a little bit with the blood here and there. Um, I had no no surprise that the Moxley match was going to be bloody, and, but when they when the only only knock I had against the uh, world championship match, which I thought was one of the better matches I've seen in quite a while, I thought it had drama. I thought it had. Um, they went from like flying maneuvers to ground maneuvers, like they kind of worked everything in and kept that hour moving where you really at one point were never like bored. Um was I, I when when MJF got that cut, I mean, did you see that bulge on his head? Like mm-hmm. that was a that's a pretty deep cut, and it reopened towards the end of the match, and I was like, Oh <laughs> I'm like that's gonna leave a mark. Um but I thought it was well done. I mean, I watched it. Uh, I watched it in segments, but I really enjoyed it. And the Ironman match, I thought was one of the better ones I've ever seen. Like I said, I think they kept things moving. You really could have went either way with, I think we all picked MJF to win, but they, at one point they really sold it. Like Danielson was going to take it. I mean, you really could have gone either way and both men could have claimed victory. Um, the Texas death match, you know, it was, it was a lot of spots. But, at the right man won. I think. Um, I like the fact that Moxley tapped out because you figure he'd probably never tap out, and then he did. Um, you know, the only only match I would say was kind of kind of there was the AEW champions match. I didn't think it was all that great. I I'm, I really don't get Saraya. I think she's overrated in the ring. Um, I don't think she's very good. But. Overall, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was probably their best pay per view to date. Like I said, I think the everybody who was supposed to win won, and uh, they moved some. They ended some feuds and they moved some along. So I was satisfied completely.
0: All right, Reverend.
2: So I've only seen it in bits and pieces so far. You know, I want to sit and watch the whole show through, but I was. I did catch the, the infamous fork spot in that Texas uh, death match and uh, it was unsettling. Uh, Encyclopedia. Your text message was absolutely correct. It was more than a bit unsettling. It was more unsettling than the spot with the pizza cutter uh, back when uh what's his name? Gage faced Jericho. Um, Eddie Kingston. No, no, it was uh, Nick Gage and I think uh, Nick Presque, Gage, right, uh, right, right, right. that at least had the buffer of the Domino's commercial, right, immediately following after. <laughs> um, but this, I mean, it was intense, and it seems like everybody treated it um, it had the feel of a big pay-per-view. And that's kind of cool to see. And Yeah, I was thinking about the same thing, how it seems like all the Homegrown talent went over, and I think that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's just good. I'm I'm looking forward to watching it all the way through. It didn't. Nothing I did see felt exhausting.
0: So um, there's that.
2: But yeah, other than that, not many thoughts. Uh, other than that, it looked really good.
0: All right, fair encyclopedia.
3: Very well paced show. Nothing for the most part felt overdone. Um, yeah, that fork spot, I totally not necessary. Uh, at least the MJF uh, cut looked like it was a legitimate headbutt that Daniel Bryan hit him with. But typical Daniel Bryan, you know, had how many head injuries over the years, and we know what kind of damage doing stuff like that to, to Chris Benoit. But yeah, let's just do it anyway. Uh, I, You know, I I don't think, you know, we need to go into that. I just, that's a move that, yeah, it might look impressive, but look at the damage it could cause. Um, I was pleasantly surprised at the final burial match because it was rumored to be a direct buried alive match. And there were some similarities there, but I think they made it different enough that it felt unique. I was not expecting the tr- World Trios title to change hands. Um, I wonder if this is this was the plan all along that at this event, House of Black would have won the belts and Elite would have kept the belts until now originally. But we, you know, we were, we know one went down there that caused some of the switches there. Um, yeah, for me, I think the worst match on the card was the Wardlow Samoa Joe match. It was kind of like whatever. Um, Yeah, and I thought this Iron Man match... This was probably one of the better Iron Man matches I've ever seen, in my opinion. I thought it was pretty well done. They did enough to make it stand out as being different than what we've seen before. So, hats off to MJF and Brian Danielson for putting on a really compelling match for an hour. I mean, they kept at a slow, even pace throughout. But it still felt like you wanted to keep watching every moment of it. um, Which... I know the standard for several years has been the WrestleMania 12 Bret Hart show Michaels match and there's a lot of time in that one that there was a lot of rest holds going on where I didn't feel like the AEW one this past Sunday felt that way so um uh, yeah I think that pretty much covers everything I don't I don't have a major problem with the women's match the way Rob does I think Soraya Soraya you know, she's still, she's not going to be wrestling as frequently, so I'm fine with how, how they did. The women's division as a whole has not been anything to ride to home about. That's more the storylines that are carrying that right now. And uh, great for Ricky Starks. I don't think, I don't know where this is going. I mean, Juice Robinson tonight on Dynamite. Yes, we're recording on Wednesday, folks. <laughs> like, who cares? <laughs> you went from Chris Jericho juice fucking robinson who gives a fuck right
0: you're, you're going backwards right exactly okay. um i enjoyed the show uh like you guys said the iron mind match probably best on the card um uh, does moxley just start coming to the ring bleeding at <laughs> this point because every match he has he has to bleed like there's no there's no build-up to it. There's no rhyme or reason anymore. It's like every match, like, all right, fuck it, I'm going to bleed. Like, it just... There's no gravitas to it anymore. Um, Ward Samoa Joe was... Uh, uh, Ruby Soho turning.
1: Wow. Who cares?
2: Who cares? Baby, <laughs> exactly. baby, Ruby, Ruby, Ruby uh, Soho.
0: <laughs> It seems like they have an overabundance
1: of heel women and not enough face women.
0: Face women, yep. 100%. Yeah. And then I enjoyed the House of Black one. I think it was time for them to get it. Um, Keep the belts far away from the elite, in my opinion. Uh, And, yeah. Yeah, that was... That was pretty much it for me.
2: Did um, did you guys catch segment tonight with uh jericho appreciation society calling out the house of black Uh,
1: i didn't see any any of dynamite tonight other than i I flipped through it real quick and saw that powerhouse hobbs beat wardlow Mm
0: -hmm. i'm not really
1: sure what the point of him winning on sunday was just to lose on wednesday but
0: just to lose on wednesday
1: Hmm. i don't know yeah I,
2: I, i had actually that's why i picked Wardlow. To begin with, because they had the feud going on before the title ever entered the picture, and I figured they were gonna—I didn't know they were—he was gonna drop the title, but I figured that match made more sense than Samoa Joe, who's not really gonna be on uh, on on AEW TV as much as he'll be on Ring of Honor. Um, but yeah, yeah, they—I uh, think the next trios championship matches are gonna be a triple threat
0: or a three-way. With, uh, yeah, they already announced yeah.
1: it. With mm-hmm. who? The Jericho's? Jericho. Jericho's. And oh, the Elite, elite still in it. Okay. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. should be um, messy. Yeah. Talking nine guys in the ring now?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be interested to see how they
0: pull that
3: off.
0: All right. So, before we get into the WWE topics, I threw it out there. I think it was Monday night. MVP put it up on his Instagram the picture of what could be the new herd business what did you guys think Freddie
3: Freddie, you said before we go into the WWE topics isn't this the WWE topic
0: well the rest of the WWE topics (laughs) whatever encyclopedia you jerk (laughs) (laughs) yes what did you what did you guys think of this (laughs) Oh, <laughs> well, we lost Rob. We lost Rob there for a
3: <laughs> you jerk!
2: <laughs>
1: hey, Anthony, the Jerk Store called. They're running out of you.
2: They're running out of you. <laughs> oh my goodness! All
0: right. Oh man! Did you got so R- for that one? Are Are you guys excited for this? Who was in that picture again? It was Omas, MVP, the Street Profits, and Carmelo Hayes. Uh,
3: maybe if you get rid of <laughs> Yeah,
0: I don't have a problem
1: with that, I but I thought they were trying to separate the Street Profits. So I really would have liked to have seen... That was a dirt them. sheet
3: report. What's that? That was a dirt sheet report. They never, that was never confirmed.
1: But I mean, I'm saying... From my personal choice, I would like to see them split up. They're not going to give them the tag belts, so they should kind of break them up for a while and let them do their own thing. Right. I'd like so to see Montez you, Ford get a singles you, run.
0: Yeah. Would you have Ford be the singles guy and have Carmelo Hayes and Dawkins run together for a little bit?
2: Carmelo Hayes should no. never have to be in the tag team.
3: Right. What, what, what the reverend said he's preaching the good word and i'm, yes. I'm drinking the kool-aid
2: <laughs> you know it's that's an interesting prospect if that, that is what it, that photo signified but it's also possible go with me there. it's just a few guys getting together and taking a photo backstage
1: yeah i, I don't think i'm reading into that too much either Agreed. i agree yeah.
2: with you yeah. I, I, I i wondered i I know. Um, oh, what's They've already had some guys coming up and doing dark matches. It's entirely possible that Hayes was doing dark matches for on Raw. So.
3: so probably. I guess we just should check the main event results because that's where they usually been throwing them. Um, yeah. Just to, for you guys, because I know I'm the only guy that watches NXT. Um, at during Roadblock, they did officially put together Braun Breaker versus Carmelo Hayes for the NXT title. Finally.
2: Oh, Finally. Well, That's it. The Hurt
1: Lock, uh, her business doesn't want to have any female wrestlers, I guess.
3: Well, who, who, besides Bianca Belair? What options? Yeah, who do you put in there? I don't know. Anybody. Pick somebody. Well, go, somebody go who ahead.
1: needs a push. Piper Niven. You think <laughs> she would fit in with that, well? Hmm. <laughs> <sighs> Somebody cut his mic, please. Come on, that would that would be an interesting-looking picture, wouldn't it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the same oh at least. God.
1: How, about, how about nobody's meaner than Tamina?
3: <laughs> what the, what is was the, the saying, second coming out of the job squad here? <laughs>
2: right. You know, it's it's funny you say that, though, because I feel like if they hadn't gotten broken up, which happened very prematurely, um, they might have had that option to add so. And I think M V P had even talked about that at one point. So but the roster was kind of different that year. I got it,
3: it. I got it. Now. I got it. Resign Mercedes Monet. Right.
2: Good luck resigning her.
3: Yeah, well. Yeah. I'm actually you know, at least she's figured her shit out. Is it Monet options. or
2: Money? I think her it's, theme song says right. money. Is it? but it's to, yeah but, but it she, she, she like, has okay.
3: an the accent yeah. the accents over the e that's why i've been maybe i'm maybe yeah. that's another one i'm mispronouncing i mean look naomi's not doing anything except modeling hanging and, out and ride, riding mercedes coattails right now
0: so ronda rousey has requested a tag team run with Shayna basley who cares you guys for
3: it?
2: Yes. <laughs> or I am. they should have done that years ago.
3: I I think, I. Re- again, this is dirt sheet, so we don't know how accurate this is, but the whole quick title change to Charlotte was not supposed to happen. It was supposed to, supposedly, we were going to get Ronda versus Rhea at WrestleMania, which, whatever. I still think that they should just finally run Ronda versus Becky one-on-one and get that over with because they never did that. But anyway, you know what, if she wants to strengthen the tag team division and you know, more power to her. She gets to work with her friend. You know, she's not making herself the center of attention. I actually think it's kind of commendable.
0: Mm-hmm. But, but is it going to strengthen the women's division? The, the tag like team. The because tag they're team. just going to run through everybody. They're not actually going to put anybody over.
1: No, because they, they've been jobbing out Shayna so much. They're not going to run yeah. through anybody. Shayna's going to take the fall every time. So, and uh, let me put this way. Your current tag team champions are Becky Lynch and over the hill Lita. If Lita did not look like she should be in a ring, I've never seen. I mean, oh my God, she couldn't do half the moves. She couldn't run the ropes. What happened to her? And we had tag team champions who defended the belt two times. And it's supposed to span all the shows. I didn't see them on, on a lot of other shows. Most of the time they were on Raw. Were you watching all the shows? Yes. Really? Or at least read about them. (laughs) I knew they were there,
3: and they don't. You know, nobody competes at live events. You know.
1: Look, I'm just telling you what I read. They did. They hardly ever defended those titles. And anyway, so you're on a wrestling
3: podcast, and you don't actually watch the wrestling, is what you're saying? Uh, cut your mic. Um, I did. The whole Bailey.
1: That that whole damage control thing has just been a disaster. They've booked them horribly. They've booked them weak. They don't. They are scared of everybody. They're constantly getting beat up. Like I don't I don't know what the point is. Now we get to go to WrestleMania and watch them lose there too to two people who are retired. So, I mean, the tag team division they don't take it seriously. So why should we? I mean, who cares?
0: Alternative plans for Brock. What do you guys think? Him versus Omos at WrestleMania is gonna be a dud. I can tell you that right now. Who would you guys it, book instead?
1: It's only gonna be a dud if Brock loses. I mean, but, if if he loses, like they're really gonna give Omos a push. I don't understand it because he's horrible.
3: Wait, so if Brock wins, it's not a dud?
1: Well, because at least if Brock wins, at least he, sh- I mean, Brock should win. That guy is a stiff. He can't do anything. If he loses, it's like, he's like the, the the latest version of Giant Gonzalez. He's terrible. Like Brock should beat him in about two minutes flat. Like there should, he should be like at F5, it should be over. But instead, they're not going to do that. So I, I'm curious if Brock can pull a match out of this guy because no one else has been able to do it so far.
0: I agree with that statement.
3: It's fair. I think it's going to be a dud no matter what, whether Brock wins or loses. I, I don't want
1: to see it. Cowboy Brock is never a dud.
3: Okay. All right. I. But it is okay. a waste of. I mean, you're you're saying yeah. nobody's gotten a good match sure. out of almost. So I don't know why seeing Brock versus almost, even if Brock wins, uh, that's not a dud. But anyway, um, what I. Uh, What I find interesting, and this is why I thought this would be an intriguing topic, and Rob's going to hate this. Daniel Cormier is going to be covering WrestleMania for ESPN. And Daniel Cormier mentioned Brock Lesnar. And Daniel Cormier and Brock Lesnar had set up a fight for UFC. I was there live in Vegas when they set the thing up, and it never happened. I would rather see Cormier. I don't care if he's a celebrity. He's... He's a former, you know, amateur wrestler, former Olympian, and what have you. I, former UFC light heavyweight and heavyweight champion. I think there's more money in seeing Daniel Cormier versus Brock Lesnar. And hopefully, it's about, if they did it, it would be a better match than what we got with Brock versus Kane Velasquez.
2: Oh, that was, a, that was a, dive.
0: yeah, that was pretty bad. I'd be interested to see Cormier and, and Brock, but I just don't know what Cormier can do in the ring. You'd have to actually let him fight, like not be a WWE fight.
1: I don't know. I, I would rather see that than almost a wrestler. So
3: that's just it. the 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 roster doesn't have that many intriguing options right now. I mean,
2: I, I don't run back the. I would have run back the match with Bobby Lashley because I didn't want to see. I don't oh, really want time? to see Bobby Lashley and you know why? Because how did that last one end? I don't Lash- really want to see Bobby I think Lashley, Lashley Wyatt. Uh, What's his face? And I think Bray Lashley Wyatt. Wyatt's
1: going to be a dud.
2: Yeah, I, I don't see. I could see that. Why, whereas there's actually a legitimate reason to have a Wyatt Brock Lesnar match, and maybe Bray Wyatt's one of the few people on the roster who, you know, losing. To Brock Lesnar, even if he got destroyed by Brock Lesnar, it wouldn't really change anything of his, his has, position.
1: Has Brock and, and Lashley had any specialty matches? I can't remember. Have they all been straight?
3: They've all been straight, I believe. Great. Royal Rumble. So what
1: about a submission match? Yeah.
3: That would be interesting. I mean, they haven't Yeah, they haven't done a stipulation, and honestly, Lash, Lashley is not won clean. He won at the like, Royal Rumble last year thanks to shenanigans with Roman Reigns. He well, won on a DQ in the rubber game. match. And then even at Crown Jewel, I mean, it was kind of a schmoz ending. I mean, Brock won, but he didn't walk out yeah, looking really. like the winner. So, yeah, they this, this is the point that they should have done the stipula- uh, stip- stipulation match. Stipulation match.
2: They could that fight pit. <laughs> They could have borrowed that fight pit uh, stipulation from NXT.
3: They did that on the main roster just a few months ago. Don't forget Extreme Rules. That was your main event. Seth and was, Ra- Matt Seth Riddle.
2: Seth and uh, right. Riddle. So then, yeah. they. they
1: I don't know. Were, I, I would have rather seen a submission match. Submission match. Yeah,
0: that would have been different. Yes. And there's word of Brock saying that he's finishing up his WWE run.
3: Yeah, that yeah, sounds so like somebody's another, angling like, for money again.
1: Yeah. What is he going to do? Farm. Go and hunt. Farm. <laughs> <I'm
3: his laughs> farm. Hey, 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 Dana, you want to help me drive the price up on my WWE contract again? Yeah. yeah. All right, cool.
0: Brock versus John Jones.
3: You know what? After Stipe Miocic, who's left for Jones, that would actually be an interesting fight in that division. Derek Lewis would gas, you know? That might have been interesting, except he loses all the time. Anyway, before Rob reminds us this is a wrestling podcast. Well,
1: no, I was going to bring, now you're bringing up WrestleMania matches. I was curious to what you guys thought of the John Cena promo on Monday night. And are you excited about that match?
3: I'm excited in the respect that Cena is trying, comes back and it seems like he's trying to help get people to the next level he hasn't really been the main eventer at Wrestlemania since 29 so we're going almost 10 years now I'm not sure the direction they're going on this one because it just seemed like he ran Theory down
1: yeah I, I was going to say that it seems like he yeah. buried him
2: Yeah, that's a really harsh promo that was although you know it's interesting because I feel like when we were talking about Theory early on um, before this, not this current run of his that was kind of the thought about him But now he's actually been pretty decent in, in you know, relatively turned it up. So I was surprised they went that direction. But he always does. Cena's promos always kind of do that, don't they? Like he kind of Mm -hmm. ran down Roman Reigns uh, before their fight, and then Roman Reigns beat him.
3: You know what this feels like in some respects? It was kind of like when Flair was trying to get Carlito in line years ago. Cause yeah, why, yeah. Because why There's would you that do that idea, but
2: that was more motivational. Like you could tell that in that promo. This was oh, you ain't nothing.
0: I'm I'm for it if Cena puts him over. Yeah, I'm sure. That if Cena happens. walks out with his hand up, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be thirdly disappointed.
1: I'm a little concerned about this WrestleMania because I'm not loving. I'm not loving the Brock match. I'm not loving the women three way, right? The three person tag match. I'm not loving this Cena buildup. I'm not loving. You know, I'm not loving the Logan Paul stuff.
2: Even so there's it's
1: there's like five matches already that I'm really not. I'm like, eh. so what's left? We got Rhea and Charlotte, which God, I hope Rhea wins. We have. We're gonna have the Usos Lasca, and Bianca, We have Cody. Right, we have Co- we have Cody and Roman. We have the Usos against Sammy and and Kevin Owens. I- I'm like fifty-fifty here. I'm really not. You know, I'm I'm not. i I'm, I guess there might be an Intercontinental match. I'm not sure.
3: That'll be decided this week.
2: Oh right, so, that's right. What is it? A triple threat or a four-way?
1: Uh, it's for a number one contenders match,
3: right? Yeah, there's. Yeah. Is it even only four? I remember there was like five or six guys in that freaking oh, yeah, segment.
1: Could be. Could be. So I mean, I don't know. I'm getting a little concerned here that half the half the half the matches are not going to be good. So I don't know. I'm I'm waiting to see, but they're losing me on some of these, especially if if Cena goes over. I mean, I'm gonna be like, oh, you know, come on,
0: right.
3: The other thing that's going on about take, is... Oh, go ahead.
0: I'll take oh, ahead. theory winning by Schmoz.
3: Still that doesn't help over. him
1: at all, though. That doesn't help it him. Doesn't. That, that makes it worse. He's got to win clean.
0: Well, and,
3: and on top of that, what he, John Cena said, whether he wins or loses, he loses. And is, he'll hear that? it the night after WrestleMania. And I was it's like, what does that even mean?
1: Well, it means if you beat Cena, so what? You beat a retired old guy, and if you win, if you lose, then you lost to a retired old guy. So you can't, you're, you're kind of in, in the in the shit seat, you know what I mean? Because if you beat Cena, he's he hasn't wrestled in how long, you know what I mean? He's old, he's over the hill, and if you lose to him, how'd you lose to that old over-the-hill guy? So he's right. But then, why do it then? You know, I yeah. like, well, like, exactly. I don't understand the promo. Like, if you're building theory up to be like your next generation, why would you have that kind of promo? Why would you have Cena run him down like that?
0: Yeah,
1: it, it was it was too much. Like, after a while, I was like, Cena, stop, stop, no, don't go there, stop. <laughs> there <laughs> you go. This, you're not, you're not building this matchup, dude. <laughs>
2: I, I would like to see now that that it's happened because you know can't get the toothpaste back into the tube, but now that it's happened, I would like to see them take the next couple of weeks and show let theory show a more vicious side.
1: Well, I mean that's the other thing, Jason. They happened really happened haven't back. built him up to be like this great champion. He's so like they're not they they haven't done him a service in the ring and on the on the mic. You know, so uh, they got to do something. They got to rehab him somehow. They got to make because right now it looks like Cena's got to walk all over him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I mean, I you'd think after the match maybe Cena shakes his hand, tries to shake his hand or something, and and uh, theory kicks him below the belt or something like you know what I mean? Like
2: I, uh, I don't know how Jericho, gonna, Shawn Michaels.
1: Yeah, I don't know how they're gonna fix this, but they they better do something because. They, they, they pretty much buried their U.S. champion by a guy who doesn't even wrestle anymore.
0: Fair. What'd you guys think of the uh, Jey Uso turn? I thought it was done perfectly. Give him the I, damn Emmy. I, I thoroughly Emmy. enjoyed it. Give <laughs> him the Emmy.
1: Did anybody think that wasn't going to happen?
3: No,
0: I,
1: had me in the first
2: half.
3: I thought it was going to happen at an elimination chamber, so I think all they did was kind of push it back a few weeks. I think it would have been more interesting to just keep pushing that dissension, but you know, hats off to Jay for his, as you guys said, his acting chops and for prolonging this a little bit longer than anyone thought it would. Um, and yeah. it's it was timed pretty well. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about Cody. First getting the rub from Cena and then doing the run-in at the end. That was like, ooh, this seems like a misfire to me. Is Vince booking again? He was backstage in Boston. It's like,
1: hey, look over here, Cody, 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 over here. Hey, look over here, Cody's over here. Hey, look, Cody, look let us remind you, Cody's here.
3: Yeah, they could have kept him off the show. I mean, was this Cody week?
1: selling programs on, during commercials too? Right. He really didn't uh, need to be
2: watching
0: on this the week. background.
2: Yeah, yeah. doing tech support at WWEshop.com. Yeah, I oh, mean,
1: you call WWE right now Cody answers the phone
3: <laughs> I mean you did not have to do the run in immediately you could have saved it for another week you could have had Cody help playing you know Cody wants to send a message to Roman so he might go after the bloodline next week or something and it eventually leads to KO making the save because maybe Cody's getting attacked too and that's brings KO back into the mix I don't know it it seemed a little forced, and you can at least sympathize with the run in to help Sammy because mm-hmm. it's the bloodline and he's going up against Roman. But the rub from Cena just and then it was like, Here, let's hug. I'm gonna whisper in your ear. Ten seconds That's later, Let's weird. hug again. Let me whisper in your ear again. I was like, what? 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 How many times are you gonna hug the freaking guy? I was like, Hey, hey guys, get a room, would you? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Quick question. What are the odds that the Usos turn on the Bloodline before or at WrestleMania?
3: Who would they be um, really turning on? The Bloodline Roman
2: Reigns, would. The guy who murdered them.
3: Yeah, but that's. Like a year. Then they're not really necessarily de- turning on the Bloodline.
2: Well, yeah, not turning on Roman Reigns, because they would, in fact.
3: For what? And
2: what? Then it's Roman and Solo against the Usos? Maybe that's what dissolves it. Who knows? Maybe Solo just says, screw it. I'm out. Well,
0: from what i've been looking at and reading it's going to be ultimately solo the one that's going to go after roman interesting that's what i've been that's what they've been hinting at on the dare sheets
2: they've been doing a solid job of building him up and keeping him oh well, keeping his shoulders off the mat mm-hmm. which is really important for
0: that guy And just to go back to the Cody thing, I don't know if you guys caught it, but I think it was in the back of the Elias, Rick Bogues segment, Cody and Kale were in the background and Kale was trying to talk to, or Cody was trying to talk to Kale. So I think they're kind of playing that up, that he's trying to mend the fences between him and Sammy. So maybe that's why he came out and made the save
2: probably get a triple threat before or a uh, six man pack before Russell. I don't know if
1: you saw it but during the uh, Otis segment Cody was was selling coke
0: <laughs> and beer in the background oh man alright so that is our show <laughs> for tonight we thank you guys for listening he was running the, the camera in, in the truck <laughs> these sports frenzy podcast on Facebook and Instagram We thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you next week.
2: DM us. DM us. Cody will answer.
0: Right.